Hello and welcome. I'm Heidi Albertieri from the Lifestyle Edit. Thank you for joining us for another Rosé Friday where we take the afternoon off to have creative conversations over a cheeky glass of rosé. So go grab your rosé while I introduce you to today's wonderful guest. Hi everyone. It's Heidi from the Lifestyle Edit. I've got our new resident mascot, Lilu, here with me for a minute till she gets bored and runs off to someone else. Um, We're here today for Rosé Friday, brought to you by Yes We Rosé. It's the only way we get through our Fridays here at the Lifestyle Edit. Um, Creative conversations with amazing people. And today we've got a beautiful um, guest called Chelsea. I think she's just jumping in now. Um, Lilu, it's time to go. Say goodbye, Lilu. Um, I'm just going to pop Lulu down because I'm very distracted when she's around. Um, our guest today, Chelsea, she's an authority on mindfulness and well-being. She is um, on a mission to empower high performance uh, through mindfulness, which is fantastic. Um, it looks like she's got a lot of fans. Here she is. She's just joining us. We're going to get Chelsea in here. So thank you for joining us. I'm from The Lifestyle Edit. We've got a digital content agency in St. Peter's. Check us out, thelifestyleedit.com.au. And let's just buzz Chelsea in. Now, Chelsea EQ Minds. Getting her in now. Let's see where she is. It's a little bit noisy in here today. We've got shoots happening. Chelsea is. Hello. How Hi, are Chelsea. You? Very good. How are you? Good, thank you. I've got my rosé in hand. Thank goodness, hey? Cheers. Cheers. Happy Friday. <laughs> it's, um, it's actually become a bit of a staple in the office, a Rosé Friday, so there you go. It's fantastic to have you here. Um, another week has passed and we're, you know, on our way. <laughs> Feels like the end of the year. The year is very, very close already. I don't know about you, but um, our time is flying here at the moment. I know, today's been just a whirlwind, so it's nice to just decompress, have a glass of wine with you as we're coming into the weekend, and you know, yeah. I couldn't think to kick it off, really, to be honest. Well, I'm really excited to talk to you. Um, so your business is called EQ Minds. Um, people can find you at eqminds.com. Now, you've worked with lots of global brands on mindfulness and recalibrate, recalibrating the brain to help create more success at work. I'm a big fan of this. We have, you know, we talk about this kind of stuff in the office all the time. Um, and this week it's been particularly, you know, something we've been talking about a lot. But talk to us about, like, what that means. What does that mean to, if you're talking to everyday people, you're recalibrating the brains of, you know, high-powered execs and, you know, business owners and things like that. What do you do and how do you do it? So the mission of EQ Minds is to really empower, right, and educate people to take care of their mental health. I think for so long we had such a strong focus on our physical health and, you know, our, just as important as what our physical bodies are. And so our company was founded six years ago now and we deliver a whole bunch of actionable strategies and really simple tips and tools for them um, through keynote speaking. We do about 10 a week um, to virtual workshops, to courses to meditations to now a book that's just gone live today so there's a lot of different things in terms of what we offer our clients and also our community but I think the main thing is like breaking it down like breaking the science down in really practical 
palatable ways that's fun you know that's actually quite engaging and fun for people to learn yeah. and, and it's easy things you know not coming in there going no wine no coffee run 10ks a day like that's un unattainable <laughs> and to me it doesn't sound very fun so i'm like okay let's integrate it i can live an enjoyable life and a full one yeah because you know obviously I, I like i've been meditating for many years so i know the commitment that it takes and once you introduce it it becomes part of your life so um if you're working with um, lots of people, individual people and brands and stuff, how, what's your process about how you work with them? So usually they come, they'll ask us to come down, come and speak to their audience and their team. So it could range from yeah. 500, 2,000 people and yeah. or even smaller groups, teams of 10 and, 10 and more. And so we'll go in, deliver like a keynote event. The current one's called Mindset Reset. And then we'll yeah. usually with them ongoing after that because we want them to embed it. You know, we don't want them to turn up to one event and be really inspired and then three days later they kind of habituate and forget about those kinds of things. Yeah. So it's skewing they can do to, um, to sustain those habits over a long period of time. Yeah. If anyone has any questions too, just please, please make a comment and we can ask Chelsea for you. So... Chelsea, it sounds like a you know like you've been going for six years, but how did the business come about? What were you doing before, and how did EQ Minds come around? Yeah, it's a really good question. So, I was in the corporate world, so like a lot of the clients we train, I was twelve-hour days, Hendrix gin at night, uh, triple shot lattes to wake up. You know, <laughs> right was kind of my mindset back then. Really unsustainable pace, and I was living in Sydney. And then in 2015, I, we gave birth to a gorgeous little girl called Clara. She's just a bundle of joy. And then I went through severe postnatal depression after having her. And so six weeks post-birth, I actually ended up in a psychiatric hospital. It was called St. John of God in Burwood. And I was really unwell. I was like fighting for my life. I had suicidal ideation. I was really unwell. And it really like shook up me and my family. But my goodness, you know, now I think about that experience with a real sense of gratefulness because without that, I would never be to where I am today. And I think about that all the time. You know, my psychiatrist in the hospital, she's like, Charles, when you when I recovered, she's like, why don't you look at retraining and becoming a psychologist? You're a lovely, I think you make a lovely psychologist. And so I went back to university, I've been studying, I became a mindfulness and meditation coach. I still have a glass of wine on a Friday. I still have a coffee in the morning. And to be honest, I just cannot believe where my life has landed to this day. I feel very, very blessed that I get to do what I do every day now. Yeah, and that's, you know, there's something in that as well. Like a lot of the people we, you know, we speak to and who will watch these episodes are really like, you know, doing something and then there's a catalyst to actually push them in a new direction. So, like, what's that like starting, you know, something from scratch that you've never done before? Like, how do you do that? <laughs> I think having an unwavering passion for what you're doing. Like, for me, I remember saying to my husband, because when I started learning about mindfulness and psychology at university, I'm like, wow, imagine if I knew what I knew now at university. Do you think this could have a place in the corporate world? And one of my friends, one of my best girlfriends worked at eBay at the time, and she's like, Charles, this is six years ago, right? I mean, mindfulness wasn't even in Australia yet. Yeah. And she's like, our HR team at, at eBay. And I thought, yeah, okay. Because I was thinking, you know what? I'll do this for, I'll do this for free. I just loved it so much. I just wanted to help so many people. So, go up to eBay, had a chat, 
and like we'll hire you for one session I'm like amazing so and at the time I was training all like all of the um elderly in Gerringong like to get my content sorted and it was great because you see them around town and they're like I'm doing gratitude chows and it's beautiful and uh so I did this one session with eBay and they're like we love it come back in for another eight and then one of the heads of that business moved across to Uber he's like can you come to Uber and then someone from Uber's like can you come to Westpac and then someone from Westpac's like well can you now come to Macquarie and then the essay lauder and then it just like it just blew up from there and yeah. the thing for me was always remembering if only i can impact one person in that whole room if i could just have an impact on one person and i help them you know because that will ripple out to 20 people for their mental health that's going to be a really good day and that's what i kept reminding yeah. myself to get too big i just thought you know what what's the what's the purpose what's the mission here is to make sure no one ended up in hospital like where I did. I, I never want anyone to end up in a psychiatric hospital. It's pretty horrendous. Yeah. Out of there. So let's give you some really practical things to be able to do that. And, yeah, so I found yeah. that, I was, you know, I think a lot of it in business is, I think it's always like 49% talent, 51% luck, you know? <laughs> I think it's just this formula of you work, you work bloody hard, but it's also yeah. opportunity along and you blessed by that it's like the universe has been vibing with us for the last six years i feel it like i just feel it around us we're on the right path yeah nice so you've met some amazing people along the way there obviously um working with all those extraordinary brands what's some of the best career advice you've taken away from some of those people it always scales back to this invest in yourself invest in yourself and and it's, and it's true, right? Like I've had a mental health relapse in my six-year career and that's because I was trying to help too many people and then I kind of forgot to eat my own medicine sometimes and I overcommitted myself. And it's just so true. Like, number one, it has to be us. Like you have to invest into yourself, put yourself on top of the to-do list to look after your mental health and your physical health because if you get sick, it doesn't just impact you, right? It impacts the people you love and it impacts your company. I had to close the company for a month when I got sick a few years ago. And I think about that because we push ourselves hard because we want to do more and have a greater impact. But you know what? Your body's going to let you know <laughs> if you're driving it. So, yeah, that was one of my questions I was just going to ask you. Like, obviously, when you're working, you know, I have my own business. A lot of people we work with have their own business. They're all working hard and pushing and pushing and pushing. What are some of the signs that you need to look for to know that you're going to <laughs> yeah it's a really good question so there's there's a few things i think and it's all about knowing your own body like burnout kind of looks different right to, to different people some people get irritable gut or they start getting tension headaches or they get you know a sty in their eye or they and that's the body expressing itself that it's going through stress for me i get anxious if i let that go i get hyperproductive which sounds great in theory but actually it can get quite dangerous if it turns into mania, you know, where you get hyperproductive, you get manic, I get insomnia. So I'm very aware of my personal signs. Like I get really excitable, very easy. My team will know that. They're kind of always pulling me back into line. I'm like, I've got these big ideas. I'm like, okay, let's see if we can execute on that. Um, Cause I get so excited <laughs> and it's just knowing what that is for you. Maybe it's like you're drinking like 20 Aperol spritzes tonight, right? To take the edge of the a bit of alcohol is totally fine. You know, maybe not while, you know, driving the kids to school, you know, drinking out of the kids' sippy cup. That's probably not okay. But 
you know, it's, it's when you're noticing those kinds of patterns, like you're, you're reaching for comfort food at two in the morning, you're not sleeping well, you're not finding joy in your day to day. And that's just a sign of going, I get it. I get where I'm at. I kind of need to reset, refresh my mind. Yeah. yeah really, really good advice. Um, okay. What's the worst advice you've ever received then? Yeah, this is really interesting. So the worst advice I ever received, and, and people have their own, right, of what comes through. But for me, someone once told me, who was considered a friend, she's no longer kind of in my inner tribe, and I've never lost a friend before. However, this person told me once when I started up the company, she said to me, all you have is your friends and your network. That's it. You don't have any skills. It's your network and your friendships. And that really was hurtful. And they kind of lit a fire in my belly going, you know what, I've got a lot more going on than just that. And to be honest, though, it's a pretty good place, right, to start from having a lot of friends and having a good network because it really, business is like that. Like I know for me, I refer my friends in everywhere, right? And so it's that whole thing around being very careful around who you have in your environment. Be really selective of who those people, who you share your ideas with. Don't share them with small-minded people. They're going to chip you down. Yeah. So that would be mine. I agree. Oh, gosh. How many times I heard when I was starting my business, why would you do that? Everyone else is going to do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Soaring, right? That's yeah. People who pump you up the amp squad around you, that, that believe in you, uh, but also will call you out on stuff too, right? So it's yeah. like balance of, yeah. And to be honest, when I started the company, I called my inner circle of girlfriends and my husband was so amazing for this. Do you think I've got what it takes? And every single one of them is like, I back you a thousand percent. And that was kind of the confidence that I needed to go, you know what, maybe they see something in me as well that I can't see just yet. They're very good. Yeah, that's really nice. Um, so when you started your business, obviously coming from a very green space and you'd worked for other people. So, um, now in hindsight you can look back on it what is the one thing we should like if you're giving advice to people starting a business what's one thing we should really invest in to make a big difference from the beginning apart from ourselves well that definitely <laughs> i'm having a good calendar system you know the first thing that you need to be putting in there is like when you're going to be taking that break for yourself so investing into yourself daily that's going to be like a constant thing that we keep talking about because it's just so pivotal that you don't burn out yeah. and then things in terms of investing in your business is a good accountant <laughs> as well you know, finding, finding a good team around you i think is a really really important place to be uh yeah and and the website you know like just follow the template right don't try and get too tricky with the code if you're a new beginner in business, you know, it's going to cause you a lot of headache. They've got some amazing website designs out there in Squarespace and, you know, Kajabi. And if you're starting out, you don't have a lot of capital. So I'd say, you know, just be, just be clever and just use what's available at the start, right? Why are you, why are you getting runs on the board? I think because, you know, we see it a lot. People have, you know, started and they've put a lot of money into getting things done and then, you know, six months or 12 months down the track, it's nothing aligns for them anymore. They've grown and evolved and the business is totally different and then they need to start from scratch again. And we see so many businesses starting up that is like wasting so much money. So, yeah, I think 
everyone these days as well wants to run before they can crawl. So, you know, I think it's that time, taking that time to really be measured in what you're doing and like just being gentle on yourself about not being here when you're just starting out here. I think um, with so much pressure around us and seeing other businesses, everyone wants to be like that from the beginning. And I think everyone needs to take a chill pill. Absolutely. Like I had a VA from Philippines. She was amazing. She was with me for the first four, three years of my company. Um, yeah. Like I didn't have a lot of capital. Uh, and yeah. then now Chrome, we've been able to, um, it's enabled us, you know, to spend more money and more talent. But at the start, yeah. like not behind the scenes, right? Like what you're doing, you're, you're scrimping. Like you are working <laughs> hard. You are, you are like seeing where your dollar can go and how far that can spread. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So now your days look very different to, you know, before. What, like you said, you're doing a lot of speaking and things. What does a day or a week look like for you now? How's that changed? So probably a day or a week looks like for me. Uh, so we've got a team now of five and we're, we're scaling, we're expanding. We're looking at putting on a lot of speakers for the EQ Minds company. So if anyone's listening, please jump over to the EQ Minds site um we're looking at uh yeah our company's kind of going into the next i guess sphere you know like we're about to yeah i guess the empire is about to expand a lot and and to be fair and to be completely clear the only reason why that can happen is because of my team and you know having my husband as a general manager and having grace who's an amazing like we recruit her out of university as a uni grad she's now full-time with us and the stitch agency which I wish I had known about them earlier. They have elevated my company into the next level. I love those girls so much. They're a marketing team. So yeah. our day, every Monday, we catch up, right, for a whip. Like we catch up, we work out what the strategic plan is for the week ahead. Uh, and I love that meeting. You know, the team gets along really, really well. And then, uh, then my days are really kind of back-to-back -back keynotes and workshops. And then it's like podcasts and some interviews I'm, when I'm studying, so at the moment I've got a break at uni until May. So when I've got a freedom um, and I'm travelling for work, I do something fun. You know, like I'm big about play and why it's so important for the brain. I, I think sometimes we get to play and have fun. And there's a podcast out there called The Huberman Lab. If people don't know about it, go jump on it. Andrew Huberman's a neuroscientist and he's amazing. And he was, I was listening to his podcast about play recently and I'm like, you're 100% right. You know, life is so temporal is so important that we stop and we play. And so every time I go to a new city for work, which is a lot, I travel a lot for work, I, uh, I play. Like in Adelaide last week, I went like tree climbing, two hours, you know, on, right? 30 metres up high, I was ziplining through trees. I mean, in WA, I went to Subiaco, I went to the WA Art Gallery and I went to my event. And I'm like, I just feel like my life's richer because I'm giving myself that permission to have fun. And, uh, you know, like, and I'm, and I'm lucky because, like, I, I have the company to be able to do that. But even if you're in a corporate role or if you're a stay-at-home parent, it's so important that we remember to have those little snippets of time to play as well, I think. Yeah. So my theories, I suppose, in terms of what's on the schedule, but we're pretty um, pinched at the moment in terms of a lot of speaking engagements. That's why we're looking to hire more people because there's only one of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome um so you've you've talked about playing which i really love but also like what's it 
there's, you know, when you start a business, there's always something that just catches you by surprise that you never thought you would get out of it. Have you got something like that that's like an unexpected joy that you is part of your business that you just never thought was going to be there? Mm, I do. So EQ Minds is a mental health company. And one of the biggest joys that I get every day of my life is when someone shares a story with me of their recovery or that we've had an impact on them or that they've managed to get themselves to hospital. And all they're sharing their stories of adversity and resilience. And I think we've created this really safe space in our community where I'm very open about my own mental illness. I'm very open about taking, you know, a medication for my mental illness of anxiety. And I think what happens there is you get this tribe of this community that's very genuine and very authentic. And nothing makes me happier. I remember this situation that I was in the Central Coast and... I walk out of the keynote and a guy follows me out and he just bursts into tears. And he's like, Chels, I've been on my hotel floor bawling this morning because I was about to end my life today, like heavy as. And I was like, right, I was meant to get to Newcastle to take another flight. I'm like, I'm going to stay right here with you. And so I had a chat to him, called his wife. And he's like, you know, we've got all the kids in private schools. I've got a mega mansion in Mossman. No one would ever know. And I'm like, it's okay, mate. You know, like mental illnesses don't discriminate, but I promise you I'm not going anywhere. Right? I'm going to stay right here with you and get you to safety. And then last year on a Valentine's Day, he sends me a message and he's coming down through Gerringong. And he's like, Chels, I want to say happy Valentine's today to you and Jay and Clara. You saved my life that day. I'm driving down to Gerringong with my family and my children and I want to say thank you so much and I'm sending you so much love today. And stuff like that, you know, like, and that, that kind of stuff happens a fair bit. And it makes me, I know where he's been, right? Because I've been suicidal and I've been really unwell before. And to have that impact on someone, like, that's just, that's just next level. You know, like, that's, I mean, how rewarding is that? Like, that's yeah. amazing. So that is a very big unexpected joy. And that is why I'll do you know, like, this company's not going anywhere. Our mission is strong. Our vision is big. We're going to be around. This legacy will, will last longer than myself. Yeah. That's extraordinary. I just had a tear then. Um, far out. People are so brave, aren't they? Like, really? Like, you know, you think that that's a really hard thing to do, is to ask for help in that situation. And that's really... And it's like... Bravery, right? That's that's actually where the strength is. It's not hard. when you recognise what's going on and you ask for help and you ask the right people. You know, someone that's going to take action and support you and to recover, right? And I think that's the big thing with our community at EQ Minds is that there's a lot of success stories there where people have been in the, the trenches, they've gone through divorce, they've lost their partner through cancer, they've and man, they just wrap around each other and they're like, You've got this, we've been where you've been, you know, and it's this this hope situation that they're like these light beams in my community that give you hope that you too can recover so i think that's a beautiful thing yeah i think it's amazing um you know leave us with some words of wisdom i don't know i think you already have but um have you got anything else last minute words to say before we head off yeah i'd like to say um don't wait to start don't ever wait to start if you've got a big dream like something brewing up inside of you, some kind of unbridled release that you're like, you know what, I can't stop thinking about that product. I can't stop thinking about that app. I can't stop thinking about that podcast. 
I can't stop thinking about that philanthropy work. Don't wait. You know, when I started EQ Minds, I had no idea, right? To be honest, no idea what I was doing. And all I did was I took a tiny little step. And then I've taken lots of missteps on the journey. <laughs> I've had facts, I've had failures, I've made mistakes. But then every time I've made one of those, you know, like I've faced this little adversity, I've learned right? and I've grown and then we've kind of just changed the company. And so it's been one hell of a journey, <laughs> uh, being a founder at EQ Minds but it's been the most rewarding experience I have ever had in my whole life. And so I really feel like that. If you've got an inner burn, like you've got a dream in there, please don't wait. Like, don't wait. You know, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yes. Great. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. <laughs> Friday. Happy Rosé Friday. So extraordinary to talk to you. It's so lovely to hear about your business. Um, and you're doing some extraordinary work. So eqminds.com, everybody, um, please check in with Chelsea if you need anything or you um, work for a business that needs some um, mindfulness and coaching. That would be amazing. Um, great to talk to you. Great way to end our Friday. I'm so happy to end it on that note because it's been a hell of a day, actually. I know. And it's a great way to close and just switch off, right? From work and decompress yeah. and have a beautiful, beautiful weekend. Yeah, thank, thank you. For joining us today as well. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks everyone. We'll see you next week for another guest on Rose Friday. Thanks until then. Bye. <laughs>